0: The following
1: program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Adam Milne. Adam is the owner of Old Town Pizza and Brewing. Hey there, Adam. How are you? Doing
2: great. How are you doing?
1: Doing great. So you guys have something really cool going on that we're going to get into in depth called uh, the Believe in Portland campaign, which is... Revitalizing Old Town, it's fantastic. But first, I want to hear about you, and tell me about your your
2: business. Well, it actually started when I was nine years old. Um, I was a huge fan of Old Town Pizza. Had my ninth birthday party there. Um, It was a very memorable place. And then when I turned 30, that's where I wanted to have my 30th birthday. Fast forward a few years, and I saw in the Oregonian that the business was for sale. And I didn't want it to go away as a huge fan and so i put everything i had on the line and purchased the restaurant and really was passionate about keeping you know the memories and the traditions and all of the history of old town pizza going uh, for the next generation it's an awesome place it's such a cool place and it's in an in a historic building the merchant hotel one of the oldest buildings in portland <clears throat> Well, uh, tell me about that. What's what's it like having one of the oldest buildings in Portland? It is something you can't recreate with all this new construction. There's nothing really like it. It is in the lobby of the hotel, so it gives it a distinct look. If you were to check it out today, you would say, oh, yeah, that, that does look like a hotel lobby. And we even have certain artifacts from the uh, the hotel. We have the check-in counter. The original check-in counter is where you go and you order your pizza. Okay. We have this device that the theory is it was when somebody would get a message back in the early days. Uh, it would ring and it would pop out and have a note there. So it is a little bit like going in a time warp. Yeah. Um, you know, the West Coast isn't near as recent as the east coast and when we see a lot of people that travel from the east coast i think they can really get that sense of of the history of the building and one of my favorite features is the way we get our kegs today is like they did a hundred years ago the sidewalk hatch opens we slide the kegs down from the sidewalk down into the basement wow and put them in the walk-in cooler oh that's fun and, of course, down in the, the basement is uh, the underground of Portland, known as the Shanghai Tunnels, which right. we um, we give tours. Uh, and we have been doing that for a couple of years now. So the Shanghai Tunnels are partly underneath you, your restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. Wow.
1: So I, now that you say that the building was an old hotel, it makes sense. Now that
2: I can visualize it, like, okay, that totally makes sense. Yeah. and And – you know, it was converted to offices, so it is as you can imagine. With all of offices in Portland, the the area that has been been suffering. Um, and you're you're not the whole building; you're just the, the ground floor. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. And you have other other locations? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I have a location in Northeast Portland, which is our brewery location. We started that uh, a little over eleven years ago, and then um, I purchased during the pandemic. Baby Doll Pizza in Southeast Portland.
1: Okay, so you're kind of spreading all over Portland.
2: Yeah, I bring beer and pizza to
1: to everyone. <laughs> we're or talking so- today with Adam Mill, owner of Old Town Pizza and Brewing. Now, how did things go during the pandemic? Old Town seemed to take a hit—a bigger hit than most places during the pandemic.
2: It really did. I think, granted, there were people weren't gathering, and then there was you know the protest downtown, and it became a Perception issue, in my opinion, the the protests were in a very uh, small area, and we were pretty far away from it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Portlanders, a lot of tourists, avoided downtown Portland, and so our sales really took a hit. We on our last day did thirteen dollars and some change, wow. and so at that point, you know, I had a couple people, just a skeleton crew of staff members, just trying to keep it going, and that was the point where I decided that I'd need to close, um, and Really hoped that I could reopen, but it was just too painful to stay open. Yeah, so you had the intention of closing just temporarily. That was my my, my goal and my dream is to come back. And you have. Fifteen months later, we came back. And we are, I think, part of really a, a coalition of small businesses that are just trying to bring Portland to you know where it was it's going to be a process and a, you know a challenge but we love our city we love our downtown we don't want our downtown portland to go away so uh, i'm all in i signed a long term lease yeah. and i want to be part of you know bringing portland to to where where it can be
1: a lot of people would look at you and say
2: wow you want to stay open in old town that's that's a, a challenge it is a challenge. The it, Old Town has always had its its challenges with um, homelessness and with, you know, um, a perception of being a little bit more, you know, dangerous or some, 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 some issues. But it is one of the most beautiful areas in our city. The architecture is amazing. There's a lot of history. Um, there have been a lot of efforts by the city to make it safer. And so... While it is challenging, we are getting people that are coming to visit us. We're not where we were before, but people still want to support businesses in Old Town. And there is um, a group of businesses that are kind of building a family down there. You know, these are people that are young entrepreneurs who really are taking the risk, um, you know, family at a time. What have been some of the challenges reopening in downtown after the pandemic? I think uh, the biggest is a perception issue because perception can be reality. So there, there is this overall perception that, that downtown is uh, you know, undesirable for multiple reasons. So people are just uh, going to the outlining areas of the city or the suburbs or even moving completely out of the city. So yeah, perception um, is becoming a reality or has become a reality, which I'm trying to change. Uh, I think the other aspect is, office offices are not with the amount of people that they were before and that's just due to the pandemic and hybrid uh, work office situations and then and then a lot of people working from home so whereas we were open seven days a week including lunch we now are open uh, in the evening only we're now five days a week in the evening we started with three and have our worked our way up but yet It's just not viable for lunchtime. And I I think the majority of that reason is there's just not enough office people in downtown Portland. And then the third is tourism. Uh, We, you know, we have taken a little bit of hit with tourism. I've seen some improvements over the last six to eight months. But, you know, that's something that that really needs some help. Yeah. We're talking today
1: with Adam Milne, owner of Old Town Pizza and Brewing. Adam, what are some of the, in your mind,
2: some misconceptions about Old town, right now. I think that um, one. I think there is a perception that, that there, are, you you know, are people all over the sidewalk, and you can't you know walk through downtown Portland. I think the reality is that you know in this city in this country there is a houselessness cha- um, crisis, mm-hmm. and um, but I don't think it's any worse than any other neighborhood in the city of Portland. You know, I have businesses in three total neighborhoods, and. Frankly, we've had less crime in the downtown location than we have in the other areas of Portland. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Yeah. So uh, do you know why uh, houseless people tend to congregate in Old Town? I I think that's just more of a, you know, like a misconception. There are more social services, so that's – a major reason why there are a lot of homelessness people in the area but um i don't feel like it's it's any different than the rest of the city uh, with the other locations that 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 i have i guess that I, I was kind of getting at that knowing that most of the social service a lot of social services are in old town they are they are yeah
1: so let's talk about this thing you have going on about the believe in portland campaign
2: yeah is, so um it really began during the pandemic, you know, watching, you know, if I trace it all the way back, uh, the idea kind of percolated watching the presidential debate with my daughter. And during the debate, uh, the Republican candidate uh, was talking about Portland. And I think we counted five times that Portland was mentioned in a negative way. And I really took that personally. And knowing that we had our challenges, I think we were getting painted in a, in a, in a picture that wasn't deserving. Absolutely. So I really was motivated to, to be a part of bringing Portland back. And so um, that started with, uh, we rebranded our beer labels with um, pictures and images and illustrations of Portland places or activities that we all love. And, and really the, the idea was to be positive on our city, um, not to be naive, but just to celebrate the fact that there's some amazing things about our city and we should be proud of it. And then the next um, phase was, you know, I wanted to find a way for a Portlander, you know, to f- be a part of the solution. It, it is a little overwhelming with mm-hmm. what's going on in our city, and I don't think one person can fix it. But how can the average citizen of Portland say, you know what? Um, I want to make a difference. And the idea was born to create a, a T-shirt. Uh, the T-shirt would have our branding on it, and it would have the the Portland Stag that is the symbol of pride of our yeah, city, yeah. that kind of bat signal of our of our city.
1: And
2: then having on their Believe in Portland, s- showing that there's some optimism and that there's a way that you can make our city better. So uh, um, the, kind of the nuts and bolts of it are that a person can go on our website, we have a collection of shirts, and when they buy a shirt, $10 of each shirt, goes to a portland nonprofit Uh, we rotate nonprofits every month and it really has caught on we were featured on almost every news channel or publication in portland Um, and we have now raised over ten thousand dollars for portland nonprofits who are trying to make our city you know better that is so cool congratulations thank you so it's going well it's going really well how can people get t-shirts? So there's three different ways. Uh, you can go to our website, otbrewing.com, or you can go to our two Old Town locations on uh, Davis Street in Northwest and on uh, Northeast MLK Boulevard in, uh, um, in our brewery Northeast location. And you can just buy them on site. Yep, buy them on site, oh, try cool. them on, pick your color. We have multiple different colors. Some of them have graphics. What are the what tell me about some of the nonprofits you're supporting? So we started out with Word is Bond and that nonprofit Mentors Black Youth. Then it was Central City Concern who is a big staple in Old Town. And then um, Blanche House, which is right around the corner and they yeah. will feed anyone no questions ask a meal. Just a um, really kind organization that is helping people that are hungry. And then this month is Street Roots. Very nice. Those are great organizations. They are. They're yeah. really good. And some of them are old town focused, but some of them are city focused. So we we want to continue this momentum. So if anyone has any nonprofits that they'd like to see on the next month, you know, I encourage people to reach out via probably the easiest way would be our website or direct message on Instagram. But, uh, yeah, we we just would like this to be a growing group of Organizations that get support not only from, you know, Old Town Pizza and Brewing, but from our, our citizens. And you're kind of going to be doing this indefinitely, right? That, that's the plan. That's the plan, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. The uh, t-shirts you can see them online, and they they're great design. Who did who designed your shirts? It's uh, um, a guy named Chris who works with Sandstrom uh, Design. And so he is, uh, you know, incredible designer. He's helped us with our beer labels and then helped us with our, our, our t-shirts. Um, and uh, yeah, and if you look on there, some of them are, are just, uh, you know, a simple logo, like the one I'm wearing here in the studio. Yeah. But some have pictures of, you know, Portland waterfalls or Mount Hood, uh, just just things that make Portlanders proud of our city. I like the one with the, with the stag on it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> We're talking today
1: with Adam Milne, owner of Old Town Pizza and Brewing. So you started out, you bought the
2: pizza business, right? And when did you add brewing to it? So uh, I purchased the pizza restaurant about 21 years ago, and I think it was 11 years ago when we opened up the brewing in um, in Northeast Portland.
1: Yeah. How's that been?
2: It's been a lot of fun. We've won some um, really great international and national awards and, you know, in this city, it was a little intimidating because if you're gonna make beer, it it needs to be good. Yeah, And so- uh, Portland's a beer town. So, you know, we've been fortunate enough to have brewers that that make incredible uh, beer. And then, gosh, what goes better with uh, beer than pizza? Or the opposite. Or the other way around. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) You've got them both, so you're you're hitting that nail on the head.
2: (laughs) Um, What have been some challenges about starting a brewery in Portland? I think that uh, there are a lot of breweries. So how do you distinguish yourself? Mm -hmm. And I think quality is one of the most important ways to do that. Uh, And then it is very expensive. I didn't realize how expensive, because every time you grow, you have to buy more tanks or keg shells. So, you, you know, each step is, you know, is so much, more painful than you realize. So at some point, and there are a lot of breweries closing down right now, it's a really tough economical time. So I think just making sure you just know your your audience and not get too motivated and hungry to grow where you put yourself in any kind of risk.
1: That the breweries closing around Portland has has made the news quite a bit lately. Do you have any idea why? Not not why they made the news, but why certain breweries are closing.
2: Yeah, I feel that the pandemic was, the first phase of, of that. So when the pandemic happened, our ingredient costs went really high up. Mm-hmm. And those ingredient costs were we're just unable to keep up like a major national, international craft brewery because they buy it at, at scale. Um, and they have those hop contracts and grain contracts. So I think our, our margins were pinched. And then there is um, a trend nationally to um, to move away from beer towards you know, hard alcohol, um, and it, people are drinking less, which is great, but that has really contributed to the the less demand uh, of craft beer. People are drinking less? Yes. I don't well, know anybody <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, tell me again the, the location of your Old Town and, and about that building, because yeah. I want to talk more about that. Yeah, it's on 2nd and Davis in Northwest, so it's not too far from the Chinese Gardens. Okay. And the, uh, let's talk about the tunnels, the Shanghai Tunnels.
1: Your building is over, over the top of those. It is. What's the history of the Shanghai Tunnels in case one
2: person out there has never heard of it? <laughs> I think Portlanders are
1: pretty aware of the Shanghai Tunnels.
2: So the Shanghai Tunnels are utility tunnels that then um, were used to transport goods back in the day. There is um, some um, you know, theories, some evidence that they, there were some illicit activities down there, prostitution, uh, opium dens, gambling. And then a practice known as crimping, also called shanghaiing, was said to happen where sailors would pass out or get knocked unconscious. And the next thing they would realize is they're on a ship in the middle of the Pacific, um, essentially uh, free labor until they hit land or are let free. Is there any truth to all that? Does anybody know if it really happened? I think there are people that have you know found some evidence of it, but it is very controversial you You have people that um, on one side say it never happened, um, some people that have shown evidence that it that it did, uh, and then there's some people in between wow, so interesting and and you say your your the tunnels are haunted so the that part I have seen too many people who have seen things in the tunnel seen ghosts. we have a uh, resident ghost that a number of people have seen. Her name is Nina. And uh, one story in particular is the manager that was working when I first purchased the restaurant. Um, uh, was there, saw an old woman in a black dress wander into the basement, went in after her to tell her we were closed and there was nobody there. Ooh. And he did not believe in ghosts. Um, and then the other story, this was not too long ago, was a uh, uh, beer and wine delivery person. Uh, big, big guy, 250 pounds, beard, um, came up from the basement pale. So, oh. what does the woman that hangs out in, down in the basement look like? And we described Nina, and he said he saw her, and I kid you not, was asked to be taken off the delivery route. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That kind of gave me the chills. <laughs> so there's, and there are so many um, different stories. Even this morning, uh, I received an email from someone on the tour, and it's not the first time, um, where they have a picture of something that they believe is a picture of a ghost. And they send it to us all the time. Wow. So people are seeing Nina. They're seeing Nina or um, other orbs. Um that may be, you know, not necessarily Nino, but, but there are people that have described Nina to a, to a T.
1: Wow. Adam, what have you seen?
2: I've only had one thing happen to me, and that was where I was doing paperwork in the lobby, and all of a sudden, one of the signs on the wall just started rocking back and forth, um, <laughs> and nobody was around crazy yeah that's crazy so when how can people take tours of the shanghai tunnels uh, you can go on our website at otbrewing.com there's a link for tours right there or uh, we have the website Tunnels.com. and um with this month being october we're actually completely sold out for the rest of the month but uh there are a lot of spots for november
1: and you do and, you do the tour tours year round right yeah yeah we do tours year year round so the the there was a, a bar and restaurant in Old Town called Hobos, and that's yes. where the Shanghai Tunnels started. I mean, that's where you that's where you would take the tour. And
2: or it, is that? that was uh, pre-pandemic, okay. correct? And now the tour is done um, through us. So okay. a number of different tour companies have closed down since the pandemic happened. in when we renewed our lease, um, we wanted to keep that going. So you know, we're the exclusive tour operator for, for that area. And we have some okay. great tour guides that are so into the research and have read book after book after book and interviewed people. So, so yeah, we, we try to make it both factual but a little bit entertaining as well.
1: Yeah. So you guys are on the north side of Burnside. And Correct. Then there's a place called uh, Shanghai. The Shanghai Tunnel. That's
2: on the... Uh, The south side. So, are the tunnels underneath all of that? So, uh, the utility tunnels connected a lot of downtown Portland. So, I heard stories that you could go from Old Town Pizza to Kells up to 15th down to the river, but that the city, due to liability reasons in the 70s, because people were Kind of exploring down there and um, probably doing things that they shouldn't mm. blocked off every city block so so what is remaining are on um, these one block um protected entities and and um our area is the biggest in the city where you can go and and explore awesome
1: that's so cool that's one thing i've not done in portland <laughs> oh we'll have to I'm have you over do it now yeah, yeah, for yeah sure it's fun so let's talk some more about your believe in
2: portland campaign because you really do believe in portland you're a you're a native right uh i i grew up when i was five years old in Eugene. And there was an Old Town Pizza in Eugene. Okay. um, And that's how I was familiar with it. And then um, it closed. And when I moved to Portland, I was so excited because the last remaining Old Town Pizza was here in Portland. Um, And so essentially, since five years old, I've been living in in Oregon. Yeah,
1: so the Old Town Pizza in Eugene was the same company as the one up, up here. Yeah, they're actually big family f- business. Yeah, and
2: there were five of them at the time, and um, they sold the business to a big company. And within a couple of years, uh, that company went bankrupt, and so oh. the family then brought the one back downtown, the Acardi family, and uh, and then after you know a couple of generations, just wanted to, to to sell the business and. Like I said, I just didn't want it to go away. It's just such an amazing piece of Portland history.
1: Yeah. And you really do want to support Portland and the nonprofits in in Old Town and outside of Old Town. I definitely do. And you're doing that with your Believe in Portland campaign. Tell
2: us about that again. So uh, Believe in Portland, we want to find a way that's palpable for somebody to to, help our city. And so our thought is buy a T-shirt. $10 $10 of that T-shirt goes to a great Portland nonprofit that's making a difference. And then wear that shirt with pride that has uh, the Portland stag on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, be part of this movement that says, yeah, our city is hurting right now, but I love Portland and I want to be part of the solution. Excellent. How do, And again, how do people get T-shirts? otbrewing.com or stop at any of the two Old Town locations on Northwest Davis or Northeast MLK Boulevard. I'm looking at a picture here, and it looks like there are some in yellow, black, and, and blue. Are there other colors? Let's see. Uh, there's gray. There is a, a, a gray shirt. Awesome. It's the one of the Fremont Bridge. We had one in yellow, but there were certain people that, you know, thought that was too bold of a color for them, so they wanted something <laughs> a little bit, you know, more more, more muted. But, uh, you know, they're all selling really well. I think the black shirt that I'm wearing right now is the one mm-hmm. that's the number one seller, but the other ones are neck and neck.
1: Yeah, the stag on the—, on the just the one that says Portland is so iconic. Thank you. Yeah. And you're doing this, you're supporting a different nonprofit every month. And this month is?
2: It is uh, Street Roots. And what's coming up in November? We have not made a decision yet. We're oh, getting close. So nice. we'll announce that probably in the next couple of days. And you're just going to keep this Believe in Portland campaign going and going and going. Yeah. That's, this is something that I hope will uh, go on as long as the city goes on. Well, from a Portlander, thank you for helping our city. Well thank you for spreading the word because you know we want we want people to find out uh, how they can how they can help and this program is an amazing way to do that. Just be part of the solution. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. We've been talking today with Adam Milne, owner of
1: Old Town Pizza and Brewing. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program.